one. Hey, Danny, how you doing, man? You people are like racehorses to me. <laughs> God damn. Um, mm. Well, that sets your stall out, if nothing else will. Uh, it does. See what, I, see what I did there? Stall horses. <laughs> oh, 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 hey. You made a bloody funny joke, everybody. I oh. really did. I really did. Danny, that, um, what, a, what a stinker, making funny jokes. Really, really, really humorous person I am. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. Funniest person I know. Yeah. No, um, yeah, so before we talk about uh, what we're going to talk about, uh, we have some bullshit to talk about. We um, do. Which is not actually bullshit, it's actually rather serious. But Mm. um, I shall spin the wheel. I always forget I can't hear the the buzzing. Yeah. And then it it doesn't happen, and I'm going, oh shit. It's just just finished there. Um, Mm. The aftermath of uh, the tragic David Amos killing. Mm. Um, so for those that don't know, uh, a conservative MP named uh, David Amos was um, killed very recently um, mm-hmm. when he was meeting with constituents. And it's uh, just, first of all, it's, it's dreadful that that, yeah. that that happened. There's no, there's no getting around that. And um, a lot of people are feeling... Uh, very upset about it, and rightly so. It's a disgusting. Yes, precisely. Yeah, it's a disgusting thing to happen to anyone, whether you're an MP mm. or not. It's um, one of those things that um, the, uh, you you sling a lot of shit about politicians, but the entire point is that you do that because it's a free society. Yeah. You can say these things about people because you know you are safe at the end of the day. So yes, for something like this to happen is utterly utterly horrendous. Absolutely. Um. While it is absolutely tragic, I do want to talk about the sort of the weird reaction from other people in our government about mm. how because I'm not respond. very aware of the reaction. I, I'm only aware of this as a tragic news story. So this will we'll get some weird live reactions through my camera, which will be yeah. equal parts chilling and terrifying. I imagine. Yeah. So um, there's recently uh. You know Dominic Raab, I'm sure. I think I know Dominic Raab. Let me quickly Google him to make sure I do. Yep. Someone says Dominic Dominic Raab, and I'm Dominic Cummings. Oh, no. Yep. Uh, yes, I do know Dominic Raab. He's a bit of a weird one. Yeah. So, um, in in response... Spitting image helps, yeah. Um, in response to, to this, um, Dominic Raab uh, has talked about um overhauling the human rights act in terms of like criticism that can be levied against the government and reducing the influence of the european court on what police and military services what good's that gonna do well (laughs) what well well he says he says that the the way that our sort of services operate shouldn't be dictated to us by the European Union and um yeah right. so he, he wants he wants to overhaul it so that the EU will have less influence on 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 how uh so is, is this a Brexit thing or is this uh, something well, related to well it's it's happened? a sort of it's a sort of conglomeration of stuff because it's not just it's not just him Pretty Patel mm. has um <laughs> talked about uh introducing a law that would strip anonymity of people online 
Yeah, um, I've heard about that. Yeah. Yeah, which I have my own problems with. But mm. the problem with this is that Dominic Rabb is acting as if the Human Rights Act is some weird, nefarious uh, European legislation mm. when it's a British law that was mm. developed in Britain and doesn't just ensure the rights of British people, it ensures the human rights of many different people, whether they yeah. come from Britain or not. And mm. it's just it's just very strange. There have been experts that say that it's deeply troubling, and I have to agree, It's it's it seems like a sort of weird sly power grab mm, um mm. fascism is trending on twitter because of this a lot of people are saying uh that that's what it, is, it tends to be a, a sort of mm. shift to authoritarianism because of you know a horrible thing that's happened and it is a horrible thing but that is like it's bread and butter to the reichstag fire exactly it's bread and butter to people who are authoritarian and want mm. more control of our services for yeah. various uh, purposes. Mm. I, I, I do know what you mean. I think I'm slowly starting to get the, the picture of what you're saying. Um, for, forgive me if I'm wrong, but this is a, more of a question than a statement. So is the idea that the killing of um, this conservative MP um, was used, is, is being used as an excuse to say, look what's happening because of these laws that I don't like? even if yes. the laws are not necessarily the cause, and thereby these laws can be rewritten or binned off or whatever. Is that the idea? Yes, absolutely. It's okay. um, it's a sort of use of a very big crisis to try and increase the state's sort of power in order to, you know, essentially... Well, it says here, um, Dominic Rabb said today that an overhaul of the UK's Human Rights Act would include a mechanism to correct rulings by the European Court of Human Rights what? if it if it didn't if it didn't um sort of go into what the government said or in the way that they acted. So it's it's If you're it's, gonna argue morality with the court of, of human rights, then yeah. I feel like maybe you're doing something wrong. Maybe you've lost the plot at some point. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. If you're at a point where you think, no no, I, I am the moral arbiter of essentially anybody in the world that the um what was it the european court of human rights and yeah. anything that they decide to convict i am the arbiter of that i can just decide actually no that's a perfectly fine thing to do come to england and we'll that'll be fine yeah it doesn't matter that's Jeez. deeply disturbing because the entire point of like a moral judgment is that it's based on as doggy's just pointed out britain yeah uh, but the entire point of a moral judgment is that it's based on Two things: one being the amount of suffering that somebody might be going through, mm. and the other being sort of a, a, a consensus. Yes, it, it needs to be the majority decision because otherwise, it's immoral for one person to make the moral decisions for everybody in the world. Absolutely, I don't know this. I, I don't know if he's proposing some kind of British high moral authority or something. But would he be the guy in the chair for that, or yeah. would he get some kind of a long-standing British judge? I don't know, but either way, I don't. I don't like the sound of it yeah. because what you're essentially saying is, I want to create a new sort of ministry of moral standards. Yes. And, and with my ministry of moral standards, I want to start governing what everybody does, which is terrifying and horrendous. I think literally that's um, 
sorry, it's just popped into my head because I did um, an A-level in Spanish. And so we did like about the Franco dictatorship in Spain. I yes. think they did actually have a department of moral standards and authority oh, yeah. that made PR about like um, a woman should do this and this so that when her husband gets home and, it, and we had to translate these leaflets and stuff. And it was really horrible stuff. So how far away are we from yeah. Dominic Raab becoming moral arbiter of Britain? And saying, oh, and by the way, you must buy all of your paint at B&Q, because I own stocks there. Yeah, I mean... Do you know what I mean? The, the most, or most, even something much more horrific. Most fascist regimes do have... Like, I mean, that, that is that is the whole point of, mm. of fascism. It's, it's dictatorial um, morality at every level of, of society. Yeah. And I'm not saying that we're at fascism, not by any manner or means, but we're at a creeping sort of... We'll take that away, and we'll take that away, and it's bit by bit, rather than you know brown shirts walking down the street, you know shouting mm. anti-Semitic things, and you know trying to overthrow the government. It's it's more of a sort of corroding of mm. of institutions mm. that's gonna that's gonna lead to fascism again. He said that he wants um, Britain's Supreme Court to be the the ultimate ruler of what you know, military and police services are allowed to do and what human rights are. Well, that's just utterly flawed. Does he mean every every police and every military, or does he just mean the British police and the he, military? He means, he means the British police and the British military. I mean, in that case, it makes slightly more sense, but it's yeah, but, still terrible, because... I mean, sorry, we've, we've, we, we tried having a sort of... Every, every country having its own national ethos about what you're allowed to do to human beings, mm. and it led to conflicts like the First World War, like yeah, the Second World War. Yeah, that's a good point. Yep. I, I don't think it's a bad idea that the international community has a set standard for how you should treat human beings, mm. and that mm. everyone is kept to the same page, rather than, well, it's my country, and I can we can do whatever we want. It's like, well, yeah. if those things are bad then no, you can't. And if mm. you're not going to do bad things, why do you want a unique ability to sort of change what is a human right in your own country and mm. disregard what everyone in the international community says? It's really creepy. Um, Petrifying. <laughs> yeah. Very much so. Uh, the thing with uh, Pretty Patel as well, what do, you, what do you think about anonymity being stripped for um, people online? For, Sorry, uh, I was taking a hasty sip of water. Um <laughs> I'm obviously against it, I think. I think that... Well, I say I'm obviously against it. it obviously, it's a complex and multifaceted issue, but yeah, I I can see the positives, I can see the negatives. I, 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 I suppose I haven't really made up my mind yet. Yeah, I, 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 That's bizarre. I came out of the gate with such a strong opinion, and now I'm saying, well, I don't really know. Um, what do you think about it? I mean, I do think that huge um, tech corporations uh, do require regulation in terms of what's yeah, allowed definitely. to be posted and what isn't um or at least there should be a sort of set standard like in society rather than just falling back on well i'm a corporation and i can mm. put whatever i want in my platform but um because there comes a point where a corporation becomes a necessity mm. like it's big enough that there are no other options if you get me like I'm not sure I do. Well, if well, it's it's monopolies. Like if if the market that that we live in is filled with different people with different sort of 
things, then you could mm. maybe say, well, that's your business and you can run it in any way that you want as long as it doesn't break the law. Mm. But if the very few options are all owned by the same sort of people, oh, okay, yeah. do you really have a free choice in what social media platform you want to go on? Facebook no, and Instagram are jointly mm. owned. You know, so it's like, that's a huge monopoly of, of social media right there. And mm. Google owns what? YouTube? Um, what what else do they own? Like, it, everything ever. <laughs> yeah, well, it's, Google owns so much stuff, yeah. Yeah, you get my point. It's like, you mm. can't really say now, oh, well, we're a corporation and have the immense influence that you do and not expect mm. to be treated as maybe not a public institution, but certainly a public service, you know? Mm. Um, yeah. Um, well, I think at the end of the day, uh, the, it sort of comes down to like um, in the street, somebody can't come up to me and start screaming abuse at me yes. because that's illegal. I would go to a police officer and say, yeah. this person has been following me for eight hours and screaming abuse at me. Can you please arrest them or something? Yeah. Um, But then... <sighs> but you can block people online. You you can block people online, yeah. And I think that's certainly something I would never want to get rid of. I just don't... Because I can't see... What is it right? Let's break this down. Let's try. Let's pretend I'm some moron you've dragged off the street, which is frighteningly accurate to what I actually am. <laughs> uh, can you explain to me what Pretty Patel is doing and why she wants to do it? Because I don't think I understand that well enough to have an opinion. Okay, so the... The reason that she wants to strip anonymity for mm -hmm. people online is because of the increasing abuse that MPs get through trolls and stuff, and she sees a correlation with what happened to David Amos in okay. regards to people sending shit like, oh, Pretty Patel, you're an arsehole, sort of thing. Um, okay. Which... But then, I'm, I'm sorry ten... to interrupt, but you wouldn't hit someone with a shovel and then call it gardening. That's not... No, 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 exactly. It's like, it's it's people online criticising public figures. You could maybe make an argument that that could somehow relate to real life. But mm. the idea that some idiot online calling Pretty Patel an arsehole is the same as someone going up to an MP and killing them. Yeah. is not in any way comparable. Like it's, yeah, those it's, two things aren't, yeah. it's Reactionaries always do this when there's like a crisis. It's like, well, we need more control over things. Mm. that we Do we even know that the guy was a troll? Do we even, like, is it even true that the guy was was showing a behaviour of of hating mm. David mm. Amos? It's like, it's, it's so complicated. And even if it is, yeah. why would you then say, well, tighter restrictions and all anonymity needs to be stripped from everyone so that it doesn't happen. It's like, it's not a very surefire way of making mm. it not happen again because people are just going to be like, well, why, why are yeah. you punishing me for something that some arsehole has done, you know? Yeah, I, no, I think, yeah, it's, it's sort of like when you were at school and there's two kids that won't shut up and then that means all of you have to stay in at break yeah. time. It's, yeah... I mean, you know, it's more horrific than that, but it's the same Obvious, yeah, theme. Yeah, definitely, yeah. Um, yeah, no, I think we've sort of... I, I think I sort of slightly understand better now. And it, Yeah. Because the, the reason that David Amos was killed, it wasn't that somebody was tweeting a load of things at him and then one day they decided they'd had enough and tried to kill him. I, I don't think that was the reason. The reason was because they wanted to kill him 
so they got a knife and killed him. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's not... Twitter doesn't factor into that, surely. Unless yeah. I'm massively misunderstanding the mind of, of somebody that would go out and stab someone. Unless I'm massively misunderstanding, surely social media doesn't play a part in that. I just don't... I just don't get it. I don't... Yeah. There's no connection there. If she'd have said we should tighten laws on knives that might be considered weapons then I can understand that. That's something I could understand going yeah. out of this. Or if she'd have said we should tighten security around um, MPs meeting with constituents and have people have to do background checks before they can meet an MP or, or whatever, or go yeah. through metal detectors. I can understand that. Those are things that would actually have prevented what's happened. But what she's suggesting and what um, Dominic Raab is suggesting, neither of those would prevent what we're talking about here. Yeah. They're just random laws that people want to go for. Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong. Isn't Pretty Patel she, is she the Home Secretary or the Defence Secretary? Uh, she is the Home Secretary, I believe. So having much less anonymity online would be a brilliant thing for her, because yeah, then if somebody yeah, tweets obviously. something sort of saying I really hate Boris Johnson or whatever, she can kick their door down and say they're going to definitely murder the Prime Minister. Let's go and get them. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's just fucked. I mean. That, oh. This this government has been more so recently has been showing very very clear signs that they want more authority when it comes mm. to what we do and what we say. Increased police powers in the wake of the the Sarah Everard case, which is mm. uh, absurd. Uh, yeah, I can't yeah. I can't even get into that. Repealing the Human Rights Act, okay, mm. uh, it can't be overstated how dangerous that is because it's an act that protects everyone mm. absolutely mm. everyone and this weird faux nationalism of dominic rab saying well the british and uh, uh the british military and police shouldn't have to be dictated to mm. by europe it's like europe the implication one is that british people can inherently make better decisions yeah exactly it's like which is <laughs> British supremacy I mean, is it's, just horrific in yeah, itself. Yeah, I mean, it's the, it's the, it's the conservative sort of mindset, isn't it? It's, it's, the, it's the priority of the individual over millions of people, multi-millions of people that, mm. that should have the same rights and no one should be treated differently or given special treatment for us. And it also leaves us open to authoritarianism. Mm. Like... like I don't know about anyone else, but I can feel it. I can feel this theft, this weird, horrible, sticky sort of thievery of, of what, what protects us all. That's that's the feeling that I'm getting, because what other reason would you have mm. for repealing a Human Rights Act? Like, really? Mm. Why is it so troubling to them? I don't yeah, exactly. know. I think people are too comfortable. Maybe people should be less comfortable. Yeah. Can we arrange for oh, that to happen, please? People have too many rights, you know. Mm. How, oh, God. These bloody people, they, they get deserve a, a working week that's less than 100 hours? No. Yeah. You can get them back in the, like in the um, what's it called? Victorian times, when you go to a, like a, um, a workhouse. Get them back in a workhouse. <laughs> yeah. Poor house, yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, well, that was certainly stressful and annoying and angry, ang, ang, angrifying. Yes, certainly was. Shall we talk about something a bit more cheerful? We certainly will, and I'm going to take a cheeky sip of water to calm myself down. Oh, I'll spin oh no, the... this water is just a bottle full of hot sauce. Oh, 
I'll um I'll spin the wheel while you're doing that. The Doctor Who trailer is out. Ooh, it is. It yes. is out. Right. I've got it open on my YouTube. It's a minute and eleven seconds long. Yeah. And the last sort of however long is yeah, from a minute onwards. Yeah. It's 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 the post credit stuff. <laughs> okay, so We've got we've got loads of stuff in the trailer. I'm still being filmed. Apparently, we've got Jodie Whittaker being like, "Oh bloody hell, my sonic screwdriver's loud." Yeah. Um. Then we've got this is Yaz. This is um Dan. Yeah. Yaz and Dan doing stuff. We've got Sontaran ships Sontaran being built ships. in shipyards. Yeah, that's which cool. is the interesting thing to me in this yes. entire trailer, and I'm sure we'll get back to it. Uh, beyond that, we've got basically yeah. little bits of footage from the rest so, of the, the series. Sontaran got... on a horse and hood. Mm-hmm. Um, not Chewbacca. We've got um, this guy that I think was in Downton Abbey. He was. Um, loads and loads of stuff. Sontaran on a horse. That's very exciting. It's coming. the fuck's going on there? That's brilliant. Be ready. Um, yep, um, I'm, I'm into it. It's all good. We've got Bloke with a slightly weird face. Um, our final fight has begun, and he's, his face is like a skull, but it's also crystals. <gasps> Maybe it's what's his face. is back again. Um Oh, what's his name? They had all the teeth in his face. Tim. Tim Shaw. Tim Shaw. Weeping Angels about? Did you say? Yeah, yeah, they're they're in the trailer as well. I fucking missed them. Where am I looking for Weeping Angels? Um. Oh. Oh. Wait, I found them. There you Yay, go. I've nailed it. Brilliant. They're back. There's a cross behind them, um, like a crucifix. So maybe it's in a um, like a graveyard or a cemetery or something. Yeah. That might be good. That might be interesting because they would actually be camouflaged then, which would be nice. They would. Um. We've got Jodie Whittaker running through a battlefield, what it appears to be, toward the TARDIS, uh, with um, British army soldiers with the with the red coats, like, as in like Victorian army soldiers. Yeah. Um, they've got all the absurd hats and all the rest of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the little bit of footage of um, soldiers firing at one another with the, with um, lasers, like Victorian, not Victorian, Georgian soldiers firing each other with with gun, uh, like laser guns. That's cool yep. imagery. Um, we've got the Cybermen. Which now look a bit like Iron Man, if I'm going to be entirely a honest. Bit. A little um, bit. <laughs> yeah, um, it's. But yeah, I um, lots. I mean, it does the job of a trailer. It makes everything look yes. cool. I mean, instead of instead of the thirteen episode series, we have six episodes this season, mm-hmm. which is very much akin to a classic Doctor Who, mm-hmm. um, which which could be very interesting. And it it's could an be. actual it's an actual arc. There's actually yes. going to be carry on from each episode, which I'm all in favour for. I love me some arcs. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, we've got Cybermen, Angels, and Tarns. The Daleks will probably show up at some point yeah. because, yeah, why not? And, I'm very um, excited to see these Sontaran ships doing bits and bobs. Yes, because I like the Sontarans. So I. Fundamentally, I like the Sontarans because they're bloody ridiculous and it's brilliant. Yes. Um, I like the Sontarans, but I like these ships being built in shipyards. I like yeah, the idea like that, that um, we're seeing... Because this, it doesn't appear to be an alien planet. These appear to be cranes that you might see in the in in the UK, even. You I go hope, to a shipyard in the UK and see them. I hope it's an alien. I hope it's Sontar that they go to. That would be I, very I'm cool, sick wouldn't of, it? I'm mm. sick of being on Earth. Um, mm. And the Sontarans... <laughs> in real life, or just... Yeah, both. Uh, okay. <laughs> the Sontarans are very good... So, uh, could be a very good sort of um, story for political commentary as well. You know, you could, could, you could have, like, a sort of traditionalist group of Sontarans that want to continue the ways of war and stuff, mm-hmm. and you've got a group that say, no, it doesn't work, we need to move on. That could be yeah. interesting. 
I, I that like, could be interesting. I, I like all that stuff. Um, I, I saw an interesting point raised on Twitter. These Sontaran ships have got sort of yellow paint on them, like uh, little sort of triangles and um, diamonds Ooh. and stuff, um, which somebody was indicating, could this be like a rebel faction yeah. of the Sontarans? Because obviously the Sontaran ships we've seen before didn't have this sort of yellow emblematic paint on them. So could it be, yes. like I say, some sort of... Um, opposing faction like the Dalek Civil War and Remembrance of the yes. Daleks. Yeah, exactly. Um, they could be that. Who knows? I, Who I'd knows? really like to see a Sontaran Civil War. It's like oh, they're the ultimate civilization for warfare. They just yes. do war they all just the do time. War against each other. That's all they do ever. Uh, that'd be really good. I'd really like to see that. So um, would I. Let me find me roast potato Dalek. Um, roast potato Sontaran. Where's he gone? I like his armor because he looks a bit battered, doesn't he? He looks a bit sort of. Oh no, don't. How does their society work then? I mean, I think it's um, a very strict sort of hierarchy that that, mm. that never ceases uh, military control over the state. Um, I mm. doubt that there are many civilians in the Suntaran. Because they're all clones. No. Yeah, they are they're all clones. Bred, they're so grown they're, in... They're probably all male mm. and all militarised. Mm. And I do like... Actually, oh, actually, no, yeah, they are clones. Um, but yeah, I, I'm looking at this um, Sontaran now. He's around his belt, he's got like some interesting bits of technology, different pipes and tubes and cables and all the rest of it. Could yeah. he just be fucking old? Because like, um, the 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 armor is rusted and battered. Yeah, he could, he could just be a very old Sontaran that's been stranded on Earth or something. But then the sky behind him is red. Yes. So it could be Sontar. It could be some kind of high general emperor type figure. You could be. Mm. Uh, the, the... I'm, I'm, I enjoy this. It's good. Yeah, it is good. It's interesting. I like it. It could be. Um, but in saying that, could be utter shit. And could, uh, be. could be a complete waste of everyone's time. But oh, yeah. Um, what do we think about the Ood having eyes that are a bit different from the regular Ood's? Um, He's got whites in his eyes as opposed to just um, sort of blackness. I mean, the Ood have always been a good sort of, uh, sort of bait for story, mm-hmm. um, that that was tapped into one episode, uh, yeah. with that uh, where where they're all sort of freed at the end of the day, which I like. Um, mm-hmm. But I think the eyes are just a bit more clear. It's probably just like moving on and stuff like that, and sort of you can't look really redesign the Ood if you get me. No, that's true. Like without. Because the Ood are just creepy-looking things by themselves. So, I mean, uh, maybe the eyes are a bit clearer just to make it a bit more sort of up-to-date. Or maybe it is a plot point, but to what that would be, I have no idea. Mm, Um, Me neither. Um, Dougie's just made a good point. They keep doing it in Star Trek Discovery. The Ferengis look different. Uh, I think the Klingons look different in Star Trek Discovery. I think they argued it was something about... um, I think in, in, in the show, they ex- they explained it away by saying, oh, well, when they're at war, they all shave their heads and shave their beards, and then when they're at peace, they grow their hair out. Um, I've, I've, I mean, uh, Worf is constantly at war. That's the entire point of yeah. Klingons, surely. But, you know, um, I'm just looking through the trailer. I'm going, like, frame by frame here. This is brilliant. Um, <laughs> there's this bit where um, the 13th uh, Worf is sponsored by Nair, the hair removal cream. You're going to have to explain that one to me, bud. Um, but yeah, the the doctor is saying to um, Yaz and Dan, run for your life, and they're on a ship. And I'm looking behind them. It appears to be like sort of ceremonial displays of weapons and armor. There's like, um, what's it called? Uh, like halberds and shields. And yeah. I can't really see it very well, but these could be sort of pauldrons or gauntlets or maces or something Maybe. like that. 
Um, so that would be really interesting to see, like, um, Sontarans of old, if there's, like, a faction on the Sontar homeworld that isn't as technologically advanced. Yeah. And, like, no, by using technology, they're taking the honor out of combat because they can just drone strike them from orbit instead of... Um, you know, getting down in the ditches and fighting with a sword, and yeah, so maybe maybe there's something about that which I would find that really interesting to see. I, I would find the sort of warrior cult mentality that'd be really yeah, good. Yeah, that, that, that could, could be really interesting. Um, the last a good Sontaran uh, episode was when when was the last Sontaran story? Was it season four? Uh, it was yeah, Donna and yeah. um all the rest of it. They were briefly in the Pandorica stuff, weren't they? Yeah, for um, two. For two, two or three frames, but yeah. yeah. But yeah, there hasn't been a proper Sontaran story. I'd like to see how how they were cloned. Like who, whose idea it was to clone these these people? Well, that would be good. Yeah, or maybe there's like a divergence of what the clones should be. Like maybe not so militarized. Maybe it's like you know some cloners like no, we need to make them nicer. And the other guys like no, we don't. Uh, make them that. pretty quick. Um, yeah, yeah, I would. Right, here's. Dan, I'm coming at you with a red-hot theory. So prepare your existence for this hot theory. Okay. I think Sontarans come to Earth and uh, do stuff. Okay? That's what? point number one in the story of, of, of this new season of Doctor Who. Yeah. Sontarans come to Earth and do stuff. Uh-huh. And in the course of fighting back against them... Uh, the Doctor is like, bloody hell, we need to go to Sontar and deal with them and like get to the root of it and then we'll get the, the magical MacGuffin that will kill all the Sontarans. So then yes. they go to Sontar and they're like, oh, but we don't actually want to kill the entire planet because, oh, there's a moral quandary of, yes, yeah, there are a warrior cult, but it's also bad, genocide yeah. is bad. Um, so, yeah, they'd have to sort of think about that um, because there's this shot here where it's sort of a... Um, you can't see my screen. It's it's a planet with sort of the vacuum of space behind it, and there's like sort of a fog coming over the planet. Yeah. Um, and it, the planet does not appear to be Earth. It appears to be very, very blue and white and sort of grey. There's no green. I can't see any forests or anything. The land masses don't look like continents I recognise. Yes. Um, I might be completely wrong. Who fucking knows? But yeah, that's my theory, is that this is Sontar, and this is some, some kind of a space smoke that's going to do something to Sontar. So that'll be good. That that is an interesting theory, and it could be. But th- wrong. now that I look at it, it, it looks a right. bit more like a sort of swarm of very small. It looks like birds or something. That's well, bear in mind these are like six stories interwoven into one trailer, so it's like you'll get different bits from different, you know. Mm. Um, so it's hard mm. to sort of realize what the the one with the Suntown ships. I doubt are going to be the ones about the Weeping Angels. Um, but <laughs> true, true. They might you never know? This could all be one episode, maybe. That would be insane. That would literally be s- insane. Yeah, it probably a two-hour-long insane, ridiculous episode. I think it would mm. probably be overkill, but um, almost certainly, yes. I'm looking forward to it. <sighs> but, well, but yes, it looks to be one big story, six chapters, lots of cool stuff going on. I'm very excited. It should be good. And we'll, we'll, I'm sure we'll talk about it when it comes out. Uh, almost certainly, we will. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is that enough bullshit for you? I think it is. I'm full. Yeah, so am I. So am I. Um, Lots of spacesuit scenes to accommodate social distancing. Quite Doggies right. just said. Maybe. Quite there was, right. they, that's what Cold Midwife did. They, um, they made it so that conveniently, whenever any two characters would have to touch each other, they would be in the birthing suite and therefore wearing surgical masks anyway. So it's just oh. <laughs> very convenient. That's very nice. Um, but anyway. We're here to talk about the phenomenon called 
Squid Game. Yes, and, and do you know what, Danny? I'm fucking furious. There was not a single squid in this show. No, there wasn't. And I am fucking pissed off. Bastards. Um, this is false advertising. I'm yeah. furious. <laughs> I wanted to see a squid. <laughs> um, uh, it was created by uh, and written by. Uh, I'm going to butcher this name. Maybe you should get the right. Iron. Okay, uh, I think it's Dong Hyuk Huang. I believe. I could be pronounce, pronouncing it wrong. Uh, Squid Game. Where am I going for this? What are you? Who are you saying? Created, who are you talking about? Created and created by. by. Bizarrely, this is not at all here. Um, oh. Uh, I've got right. I've got stars. No, that's not it. Well, I don't know who created it. Somebody did. Okay. Okay. <laughs> right. We'll just go with that then. And if I'm wrong, okay. please tell me. Yeah. Yeah. I was right. Oh. Huang Dong Hyuk. Yeah. I put it the wrong way. Hang Dong, yeah, okay. Um, and it is starring Lee Jung, uh, Lee Jung Jae, uh, Ho Young Jun, Gong Wu, Wee Han Jun, uh, Chang Sang Wu, and Lee uh, Yu Mi. Indeed. And other people, I'm sure. Um, do you have an opening statement? Yes, I do. I've thought about this at great length. Okay. Um, okay. Are you ready? I've yep. got one. I'm ready. Oh no, the old man! Oh no, the old man! <laughs> that was my exact reaction as I was watching Squid yes. Game. I thought, "Oh god, the old man! He's he's been faking it. He's 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 been faking his dementia. He's just he's just he knows that he doesn't. He's not going to make it to the end, and he's yep. just trying to do something good. And then, oh no! Turns out he was the big horrible yeah, bloke all along. Spoilers for Squid Game. <laughs> yes, very much so. Um. A terrifying TV show that has garnered mass, uh, massive popularity and is a huge critique of capitalism and all of the methods employed in that system. I worry Almost that... Almost pe- as though capitalism's bad. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Who knows? Who knows? I worry that people won't take the warning and take it as a joke. Um, oh, okay. I think it's... This is what the lefties think society is like. No, more so that... I see it everywhere now on TikTok, and it seems to be mm. more of like a ha 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 ha. And this YouTuber called Mr. Beast is like, mm. yeah, I'm gonna recreate Squid Game <sighs> with random TikTok followers and shit like that. Mm. It's like you're sort of missing the point of how horrible, yeah, yeah. it was. Uh, Donkey's just put <laughs> three dots in the, in the chat, which sums it up perfectly. Um, Don't worry, guys. If you put in like, if you if you sign a document, it's fine for me to yes. just kill you. That's fine. <laughs> That's it's how like, the Oh, it's work. a contract. Right. It's a contract. You can't break <laughs> it. Um, uh, but uh, hot take, hot take. Uh, the, the people uh, in Squid Game have more human rights than Dominic Rab is comfortable with us having. Um, yeah, I think woo! I think so. Come at come at me, Tories. <laughs> come at me. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Um, do you have any creepy room questions slash statements? Um, I, I, I'm not entirely sure if I do have creepy room questions and statements. Everything about this show is just so fucking good. That's yes. the terrifying thing about it. Literally, it's so... Right, you know when you watch um, like an old episode of The Simpsons or something, yeah. and all the jokes, they fly past so quickly you couldn't possibly hope to get them all. Yes. You'd have to be some kind of a master of pop culture. That's what it felt like watching this show. There are so many little... It's so dense with yes. critiques of, of society and capitalism and, and sort of just the general world we live in. 
it's so dense that I felt like I wasn't quite catching them all as they flew past. Yeah. For even little tiny things like um, they only started stepping in um, to, to prevent sort of, um, I was going to say prisoner on prisoner. Um, well, I suppose they are prisoners. Uh, to prevent sort of um, uh, player on player violence when they realised it wasn't very helpful for them. Yes. And it, it's it's really fucking scary because yeah. it's exactly, it's, 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 it's a microcosm of real life. It's the idea of like, well, what will you do? Yes. For for a hundred pounds, Danny. For a hundred pounds, will you go and punch your mum in the face? Do you know what I mean? That's the that's yes. that's what the show is. <laughs> oh uh, yeah, I mean no, of course not. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I completely agree with you. Um, um, have you got any CRQs? More of a statement, really. South Korea seems to have the best fucking political commentary ever. Yes. Like yes, we, it does. We had Parasite. Now we've got this. There's going to be more seasons of this. I mean, it's mm. like it's it's. It, I I don't know. I don't know how they just like get it so mm. brilliantly more than mm. like, any other Western mm. sort of content could mm. could put and out. I adore um, with this show how it's all sort of bright colours. Yeah. This is going to sound like a very stupid thing to say, but. It was something I never really liked about um, things like The Hungry Games and all those post-apocalyptic films that came out at the same time, is everything was very depressing colours. That's what The Hunger Games got right in, in the capital. Everything was these beautiful bright colours and it was this this uh, nightmarish vision of, of, of excellence and of opulence and all yeah. the rest of it. Um, but I like that even sort of in the trenches of, of inequality, everything is bright and, and designed yeah. to pacify you and calm you down. And it's just chilling. Everything about it is just chilling. Do you want to hear a hot take about the Hunger Games? Yes, spicy, take me. Yeah. Um, maybe 20 years, that's what America's going to look like. Murdering kids on TV? Yeah. Really? Bloody hell, Dan. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> 20? You, know, you, you really? In 20, 20 years? 20 years, okay. The celebrities in America already fucking look like that, okay? They all wear these really opulent, mm. ridiculous clothes. Mm. That And, and celebrities yeah, no, you mean. are congratulated. Like, Joaquin Phoenix was congratulated for only wearing one suit through the award season. Oh, what a fucking hero. And the president... The office of the presidency has already so much fucking power. It can issue mm. executive orders like fucking smints. You know, it's mm. like so much power. It's like <laughs> I'm sorry, this really tickled me. The idea of Joe Biden on a pedestal, it's like, oh, making it rain. But yeah, so I'm signing bills into laws all day long, baby. He's just there. It just seems. That Western liberal democracies are becoming so much more centralised in the power that mm. they have, and it's really, it's really sort of worrying me. I mean, we sort of mm. we sort of dodged Trump, right? Who, mm. if anyone's wondering, who is undoubtedly a fascist. Okay, there is no there is no getting around that. Mm. Okay, and you may be like, no, he's not. I'm not here to argue with you. I'm just telling you. Um, and because of him and the sort of trend that's happening within Europe. With countries like Austria mm. and Poland, sort of, and and even even in France, like huge sort of swings of nationalism are rising. Mm. More centralization is on the way, and more power is going to be given to offices like the presidency. And I am sure, in twenty years' time, it won't be that far off. 
from from Panem, as they as they yeah as they call it. But it's that's um, not what we're talking about. Um, no, it, instead it'll be like Squid Game. I yeah, pro- like, like you said about colours and stuff like that. The world outside looks more dreary than the horrible game that these people are are made to mm. play. It's very mm. vibrant, very colourful, very sort of um, co- cosmetic, if that's the right word. It's very sort of um, attract. It could be like a fun house or something like that. You know, it's like yeah, and it, it parallels capitalism so well. It's like mm, mm. you play this very illicit game for the hope of riches and Mm. very few people will ever get that but because the prize is so alluring and it's so extravagant and amazing everyone plays it uh Mm. and they think that they can they can do it but the system relies upon hundreds of people well in this in this game but in real life like millions of people to fail at the game so that the, the yeah. top few can get the prize and then the system can be perpetuated either mm. for more money for the people that already have money or for the entertainment of mm. people that have money. So it's mm. And there were even things that I was like, oh God, that's a bit on the nose. Like um, killing another player it puts more money in the pot. It's like, God, that's a bit of an on the nose way yeah. to, to make the point you're trying to make. But no, it's true yeah if you active if i looked at other um writers that do what i do and i actively stopped them from writing yeah i i would get more success because i'd be the only one left Absolutely. do you know what i mean it's terrifying yeah no, definitely um what is your favorite game out of the the show um to be honest i would lean towards red light green light yeah, just because which I I don't know why, but Mr. Wolf. Kind of, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Is what I that's what I always called it anyway. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I always really I enjoyed doing that at school. Mm-hmm. But I um I I don't know. It's there's something very chilling about the 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 twist from oh it's just a joke and maybe someone will come out and slap me and and because uh, yeah. I can't flip an envelope over and then he yeah it's just uh, shot immediately. Mm. Um, my favorite is honeycomb. Okay. Because it is so simple. Like you could you could just have these people in their sort of chambers doing that, but instead they bring them mm. to a fucking playground where mm. the rides and the slides and the swings are useless. It's just this It's just set dressing. Yeah. Yeah, it's so eerie that it's like, yeah, we're gonna play a game and it's gonna look like your childhood, except this time. You're gonna die if you don't fucking get it right. Yeah, because um, it's all just—it's all mind games in a very strange way. It's yeah. Even with um, the little girl doll thing with the cameras in its eyes, yeah. that was mind games as well. They didn't have to do. They could have just been a camera, just a big camera that span round. Exactly. They didn't have to make it. Yeah, that's a good point. It's—it's it's all about the presentation and stuff. It's like, because yeah. like uh, the old man at the time is enjoying it. He's yeah, that's because he, he knows way up the um, Guam. That's because he knows that he's like, immune. Like, well, yeah, I suppose so. They're not, they're not gonna kill. They're not gonna kill him because he's like one of the founders of the. That's why mm. they didn't kill him when he lost the game of marbles. Um, true, true. But I think um, that's not my point. But the point I'm trying to make is that um, 
it, it, it's sort of made pretty and fun. Yeah. So, so that it's something that you'll actively want to do. Mm-hmm. And then you'll be like, oh, yeah, I really want to do that. And then you look back and people have died. Yeah. And it's sort of, it's chilling in the same, in in that way. It's really scary. It's amazing how the justifications spring up from characters mm. very, 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 very quickly. Um, mm. the, the, the two people that are left, the guy that dies, mm. you see it look very early on that he comes across very rational and very sort of, well, I mean, we, we'll all... Like, the way he manipulates Ali is one of the most horrible, horrible scenes that I've ever seen. And, and it's yes, just definitely. like... It brought... Like, oh my God, I can't even overstate how, how uncomfortable mm. it made me. Yeah, because it, Ali is such a gem. He's there yeah. just trying to do right by his wife and child. He doesn't yeah. want to be there. You can tell he doesn't enjoy suffering. You can tell he doesn't enjoy the unhappiness of others. Yeah, exactly. And yet he's still there being forced to do it. It's terrible. And he won as well. Mm. Like he was going mm. to win and just, yeah, well, if you do this, we'll, I'm sure we'll be able to play in the next game. Um, what I don't understand is why would anyone think that multiple people would get the prize money? Like I assumed right from the mm. get-go that it was going to be one person that wins. Because that it was something that got me was because if I was there I would say well how will the prize money be divided between the winners because yeah. that would be my first question is well it, will it be equally divided yeah, exactly. will I have to kill everybody in the room to get it do you know what I mean that's yeah. a scary thought but a thought do you know what I mean it's yeah, what you think in a funny way um who was your favorite character oh Ali definitely yeah it's such a sweet person I I really enjoyed just watching him interact with the others yeah I don't know he was just he's such a a genuine kind person mine was a Ji Young who was the 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 girl that was sat by herself and so mm. was befriended by uh, the other girl who ended up um getting killed uh yeah because like, they they instead of like being incredibly desperate to survive and get the money like they just had a really nice conversation and were just like mm. well we can just do one game that will decide it, and whatever happens, happens. And they got to know each other, and it was just really, it was, it was really sweet and really heartbreaking at the end. Whereas mm, everyone mm. else is like, no, no, we'll change the rules, change the game. Oh God, do this, do that. And it was just, you know, it was, it was refreshing to see someone like, mm. I put myself in this situation, and there's no point in fucking over someone else in order to, to, to win. Get it. Yeah. yeah, it's like mm. humanity is more important than you know, money and wealth. Mm. Um, but yeah. Uh... Oh, it's all a bit, it's all stressful. It's all. It's, <laughs> it's a bit um, stressful. It's it's strange as I was watching it because it's, obviously it's good and obviously I enjoyed it, but it was really hard going yeah. at the same time. It has the, it's, it has the bleakness of like say Black Mirror, but it's, it's pretty. Yes. And that's the difference, is that Black Mirror is bleak in the aesthetic too. It's lots of dark things, or people white. wearing big jumpers and being sad. Yeah. But like a Squid Game, it's, it's white rooms, it's bright green jumpsuits, pink jumpsuits, like and these bright primary colours and stuff. Um, dark sci-fi can be hard to get a big audience. You're completely right. True. It can. And I think this is, well, it's barely even sci-fi, is it? It's just fi. Real life fi. Yeah. Dystopia. Yeah. And it's not even dystopia because it's like, you can see these it, things happening in real yeah, life. Yeah, it's like people play games online where mm. very 
powerful and influential people laugh at, at people who are less fortunate than them. You know. Yeah. Um, the, I mentioned this quote at the start. Uh, the the front man compared the contestants to racehorses. Mm. So that's exactly how these people see everyone that takes part in the game. You know, it's it's absolutely disgusting. Mm. Um, completely disgusting. Yeah. Um, it's um, it, I mean, it's the worst thing about it really is that the rich people all get off scot free. Yeah. That that's that's the horror is that. Well, that's... Um, Gihan is he goes home and he's just like, um, yeah, well, um, now I feel really shit because yeah. 455 other people died so I could get this money. I can't quite bring myself to spend any of it and to do anything of it. Yeah. Um, and no, it, the rich people, the people that orchestrated the entire thing, have they get off scot free? Doesn't yeah. matter at all. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Absolutely. Um, I was expecting some like dreadful elaborate trap in the last mm. round but what we got was like far more horrifying yeah it was just two men playing a children's game and beating each other to death like that was that that is more horrifying than if it was like a sort of weird mm. saw trap or something like that it's so like because childhood could be like that you know like you would get into a fight with one of your pals and, and maybe like wrestle about a bit, but it's like a perversion of that. It's like mm, it's that made worse. It's yeah. It's about saying the evil that's happening here is what you're doing. Yeah. The, the, Despite the fact that it's not. Yeah. <laughs> the evil of the situation is that they're in that situation to begin with. Exactly. It, it's the fact that someone has put them there. Someone has artificially put them there and made yep. them do this thing. They wouldn't be doing it normally. They probably wouldn't even talk to one another. Sangwu yeah, at no point does he doesn't want to talk to Gihan. He just wants to chill out and go home a bit. He doesn't really want to talk to him. That so. it's it's when when you're when you're young and when you play games like that, it mm. almost feels like the be all and end all if you get me. Like yes. I remember when I was young, when like losing a game was like <laughs> the because, worst. Because you're a child, it's like a big sort of deal. So it's like sort of being reverted back to that primitive sort of mm. way of thinking. Just winning is the most important thing. Yeah, and being reverted back by an external force, essentially. That it's thinks like, that it's better than you. Yeah, um, and it's like it's sort of ripping ripping your face off and saying, look at what is underneath. Look at what you have always been. This is what yeah. you were as a child. This is what you are now. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure if I quite understood the um, the sort of allegory of, of the surgeon that was harvesting organs for the black market. I'm not sure if I quite understood how that relates to yeah. life. <laughs> I had I'd no idea what what was going on there. Mm. Um, I didn't because it's it, it uh, on the surface it would literally be, I mean, a literally a real life version of that. Yeah. Essentially, it's like oh well, this thing is going to happen, so make sure you get out of the way, yeah. and then in return, can you just give me a lot of money, please? Do you I, know what I mean? Yeah, I really like the hypocrisy of the front man, who is okay. like enraged by this, and it's like you have given this man unfair advantages. How dare you? You have destroyed the sanctity of the games. You let the founder of the mm. or one of the founders of the games play and affect the democratic process that allows the people to get in or out. He was the deciding vote. Yeah, exactly. That, that, mm. that forced half of the people that didn't want to play to play the game. And also, he wasn't playing fair either because he was saved regardless of how he was how he won the game or didn't. You know, they were never gonna kill that guy. And 
Mm. They have the nerve at the end to be like, I never forced anyone to play. It was it was all their choice. It was like, well, no, you you interfered <laughs> yeah. with the process. Mm. So it's not a fair fight. Um, mm. I really like this uh, thing at the end, like the final game, like mm. after uh, Gihang had uh, won the money, and it was just about whether people had enough decency to help this homeless man. And you have mm. someone who says, no, I do believe that people will help other people. Mm. And this other person who's completely um, devoid of of, uh, of just can't look beyond self-interest and self-preservation that says, no, they won't, never. Mm. Mm. And is willing to bet his life on that. And it's like, it's, that's, what, that's what being in a system perpetuated by greed does to you it's mm, like yeah completely you assume that everyone else is playing the game to be ruthless and to win and eventually yeah. if you play that game long enough you'll end up becoming like that or you'll end up dying in an attempt to stop the game you know yeah yeah ah so it's 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 horrible it's really yeah. horrible and it's it, equally it's not it's not really fair in that Gihan had an unfair advantage because he was allied with the founder of the games. Yeah. So it's it's like if you met John Johnny Capitalism and he was just like every day he was like, hey, hey Danny, here's a million pounds. Yeah, it's like... Do you know what I mean? It's like, it's, it's like if I was roommates with like John Adams or someone like that, you know? Like mm. If that's the guy... I think that's the guy who came up with capitalism. Okay. Is it John Adams? No idea. I'm going to search it. Oh, Okay. <laughs> Who made up capitalism? Uh, <laughs> who made up capital? This will be good. Ism. I it swear is. to God, if it's someone called Johnny Capitalism, I'm going to be pissed off. Who is it? Who is it? Why aren't you saying his name? Adam I'm... Smith. Fuck. <laughs> I was close. It's you were. You were. You were. Who's John Adams? Then is he an American? Uh, president? John Adams is a founding father, I think. Who's John Adams? John oh, he was the second, second US, US president. president. Yeah. So who was that bloke you were saying? Adam Scott. Adam Smith. Smith. Adam Scott, the Parks and Rec actor. Um, <sighs> Scottish economist, philosopher, pioneer of political economy, and a key a figure during the Scottish a Enlightenment. A Scottish man made capitalism? Fuck me. I Lewis. don't know if he made capitalism. Oh, he might have shit. just come up with the concept of term of of of, of bastards. Of <laughs> we imposed this. <laughs> it started with us. Oh God. I went to Adam Smith College. Oh, Wait, Dougie's he, a part of it. What, is he still kicking about? No, he was born in the 1700s. <laughs> joking. Um, but yeah, he died too. Thanks, Dougie. Jesus. Um, go on, have we got a closing statement for Squid Game? Um, It's good. It's horrible. Makes for good social commentary. And I can't wait mm -hmm. to see what they do next with uh, the characters. Precisely, yeah. I'll be very interested to see how and if Gihon manages to tear down capitalism. Yes. Because that's essentially what he has to do in season two. He has to tear down Squid Game, which is tearing down capitalism. Very much um, so. What comes next? I want to know, and I'll be interested to find out. Here's hoping. <laughs> now, we've just spoke about capitalism and how awful it is. Would you like to hear us shill for capitalism for five straight minutes? Yes. Yeah, okay. Uh, yes. We all have link trees. Uh, Lewis's link tree is linktr.ee slash Lewis underscore Brindley. Mine's is slash O'Hiram. And the podcast is slash Shouting Into The Void. There you will find our socials, our Instagram, our YouTube, 
our Facebook. Go give us a like. Go give us a subscribe, a follow. And, uh, yeah, check out some awesome content. Uh, yeah. We have a PayPal donate button, so anything you can spare, anything at all, would be greatly appreciated. We also have Patreon, and we want to take the opportunity, as we do every week, to thank our wonderful, wonderful patrons. Uh, Chloe. Thank you. Darius. Thank you. Peter. Thank you. Aditya. Thank you. Natalie. Thank you. And Dougie, who is in the chat right now, listening away. He is in the chat right now, listening away. He's giving us running commentary on the show. Uh, But yes, thank you very much, one and all, for allowing us to make this show, because we do love making it, and you are the ones that allow us to make it. So thanks... Thanks yes. for that. It really does mean the world. It really does. Um, we have merch on Teespring and Redbubble. We sell tote bags, jumpers, stickers, mugs, socks, all sorts of stuff. Get yourself something nice because Christmas is a coming. It uh, is. It's October. So you need to start thinking about Christmas. Yeah. And uh, last but certainly not <laughs> least, we are partnered with an amazing company called Number 12 Crochet Avenue. And Lewis is going to say some wonderful things about them, all of which are true. Indeed I am. Uh, Number 12 Crochet Avenue is a wonderful company run by my wonderful wife in which they crochet. And they do all sorts of things in that world. And if you would like to know all sorts of things in that world, then you can go and check them out. At Number 12 Crochet Avenue on Instagram. You can see what's going on over there. And give them a cheeky follow and bless your Instagram feed. It's some very pretty content. So, thanks. <laughs> bless it. Um, But yeah, that was Squid Game. It was Squid Game. Yes. and uh, it's like a normal game, but it's got a squid in it. And I would like to play my favourite game, Lewis. Spin the <gasps> wheel to find out what Whoa! shit we're talking about next week. <laughs> Woo! Are you ready? I'm ready. Venoms. <laughs> Venoms. Yes. There's, there's been a Venom 1, you might know. Yeah. There's also been a Venom 2, which is now out in the cinema. So we're going uh, to do them. Venoms. Venom 1, Venom 2, Venoms. Yeah, and they better be good, because I'll be pissed off if they're not. <laughs> but other than that... Uh, they're, they're sort of renowned to be odd, uh, but I've never seen either of them, so I can't possibly comment. Um, so... I will. <laughs> yes. yes. Thank you very much for watching, um, everybody goodbye. at home. Uh, please tune in for Venoms. Um, thank you and goodbye. Goodbye.